Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. My name is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and we're in Soul Talk. And today we have uh, David Riddle. And let me tell you a little bit who he is. He's an Akashic Blueprint Integration Practitioner and Reiki Master Teacher. His first experience with the energy healing occurred in 1997 during the healing uh, circle. It was so transforming, he quit his corporate job the next day. Within three months, became a, a coordinator of workshops and lectures at a well-known Chicago metaphysical bookstore. It was there where he received his training of Reiki and the Akashi Records. Even since then, he has taught numerous Reiki classes and used Akashi Blueprint integrations, thousands of healing sessions, both in the personal and remotely. If you want more of his information or how to contact him, it's in the description of this video. And David, thank you so much for having you here. Thank you for oh, asking. Thank you for, for asking. It was a wonderful surprise when you reached out, and I was like very glad to hear. Thank you. Thank you, David. David, I I am a true believer that that there, we all human beings, we have different awakenings and we go into different states of conscience deeper and deeper and deeper. But we all have a beginning that make us wake up and make us realize that the reality that we, the life we were living, it was not uh, how we thought it was before. And uh, some of us started since kids, some of us when we were teenagers, some of us after something happened to us. What was your your um, your awakening? The last uh, the, your awakening at the beginning. Yeah, that, that what you just um, talked about, where I went to the healing circle. I had uh, that was back in 1997, and um, I had never experienced anything like that in my whole entire life. And when I received the at the healing circle, I felt so clear inside that I knew the rest of my life needed to follow that and i couldn't i couldn't go back to uh my regular world and that's why i quit my job the next day plus i was getting all kinds of intuition too that opened up during that time so it was like i was actually getting guided that day that i quit my job i kept on hearing don't worry everything will be all right so i knew that um i would be okay and actually if I, I just felt like if I didn't, the rest of my life would just not be good. And I had. To. So with that, I changed my life, changed my career. Everything fell into place. I mean, really, I was at, a, at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. And then, you know, three months later, I, I did some work in between. But three months later, I was running workshops at a metaphysical bookstore. I mean, that was just like the universe brought me there. There's all kinds of stories in there. Um, that, that happened in order for me to get there and then stories that have happened ever since. So it's just been an amazing journey. And how your family took it that you just quit your corporate job? 
Because <laughs> well, for one thing, because for everybody that we have just suddenly shifted, because we're not the same people that we were. Our family noticed it, and our family went into different things. I went into a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and so did I. <laughs> I was in a divorce soon after that, or at least separation. Yeah. Uh, my wife that I was married with at that time, uh, she she left within two weeks of me quitting my job. You know, it was just maybe even earlier. I don't know. I mean, it was like, yeah, actually, I hadn't, I don't think I had even left um, the Chicago Board Options Exchange yet. I had, when I quit my job, I gave them a month notice. My supervisor was, was a wonderful lady, is a wonderful lady, hopefully still. I haven't talked to her in ages, but she was like, David, you've, you know, we, we've got a bonus at the end of the month, you know, next, at the end of June. And I was, I was right at the beginning of June at that time. She's like, if you, you know, if you stay another extra two weeks instead of just two weeks, stay the four, you get an extra paycheck. So I did that, and it gave me time to kind of find my way to into the metaphysical world. And uh, and I I have to ask you why? What do you decide to become a Reiki master? Because there are so many techniques, there are so many options uh, that, and living in a big city that is Chicago. Uh, here where I'm locally, there are not too many options. That's why it's, it's easier to take classes online if you want to take something beside Reiki. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but in Chicago, why you chose Reiki? Well, I I chose Reiki at the beginning, but then the Akashic Records chose me. Um, and that, let's see, it was like a year. Well, one of the things was, for one thing, where I was located, Reiki was easy to get, was easy to do. And I was on a, I mean, the money that I had been making before and what I was making currently was like, you know, there, there's an affordability there. And, um, so I was able to get, get the Reiki classes up to level two at really not much of a cost. And, then I started doing my practice at the store that I worked out of. Like we had a back room where they, they, you know, we also had workshops, but we also had areas where the practitioners could work. So I set up, I set up my, my practice starting to do level two Reiki practitioner. Um, Cause I was just, I didn't know where to go, but that was what was in front of me. But the thing was that in some of my sessions, not all of them, but quite a few of them, I would feel this energy wanting to come in during my Reiki session that was like really amazingly like beautiful and strong. And I could feel that it was really good for what would my client would be. But the thing was, I wasn't able to connect with it. So I would be like in some of these sessions, I'm like, what, what is that? And kind of almost looking up to the ceiling, you know, show me what this is. And it wasn't too much longer after that, that uh, Linda Howe, I don't know if you've heard of her, she does the, well, not Linda Moldenhow, but the other one that does the Akashic Records. You tell me about um, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, she, she was doing classes back then out of, out of Healing Earth where I was working. And uh, because I was workshop coordinator, she needed some help. Uh, she said, I'll offer you this class if you can help me out during the weekend. And I ran the, you know, I ran the, the some of the things for her during that class. And it was actually kind of 
more of a party time with Lynn than she's a wonderful lady. <laughs> so it was it wasn't really hard work, but it it was I was there present for her to help. But I was able to take that class, and it was the first the first day you learn how to do the records for yourself. And I thought, wow, this is pretty nice. Second day, you learn how to do the records for other people. And that first day, first time I opened the records for somebody, I could feel that energy moving into my body. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is what I was, you know, like this is what I was meant to do. So ever since then, I've really um, worked very hard at working, at, at learning how to channel this energy for my clients. And I've really become an Akashic blueprint integration master, you want to call it, you know, I mean, that's really, I, I'm, I've always been more into the Akashic work than the Reiki. The Reiki was nice. It was beautiful energy, but with the Akashic, I mean, it was just like the energy just boom, it, it comes in and I could feel so much more about what was going on with my clients. And I, and once you know that energy, plus you're connected to a higher vibration than what the Reiki is, Reiki, like a, I'm not putting down the Reiki, but it's not that, it's not that. It's, it's universal. It's white light. It's beautiful. But when I'm working with my clients, it's like all the colors of their energy come through and I, I, I get the DNA of their own vibration, uh, activated within them. So it's a whole different thing. I actually, for many years, was very uncomfortable just doing Reiki because I couldn't feel as much. Um, when I, when I actually started doing this work, I've almost pretty much continued with just the Akashic work. I do some Reiki, but almost always the Akashic records. I, I feel, and I might be, uh, wrong in this. I am not set on the stone with this. I am a Reiki master. And that's the, the technique that I learned about 20 years ago, but that's the one I don't practice anymore. Yeah. Uh, because I I felt, and tell me if this is if, if I'm wrong in this. When you're saying you're a healer, in a way you're telling the person that you're making the therapy, that you are uh, that you're more powerful than them that they can do it themselves. And uh, and at the same time, you're carrying a lot of that the all the things that are not working and you're not telling them how to work you're doing the work for them so they're going to be needing you once a week like a massage they're going to need you very often <laughs> because they're not doing the work so they're going to be the guru in a way every time they feel whatever they're feeling uh, uh, do, I, do I see it you see it in the same way or or you see how do you see this when we're saying healers. There, there's a lot of truth to that. There is a lot of truth to that. Um, and I, I, I do have to agree that there are levels that, um, you know, it, it becomes almost like a Band-Aid in a way. Um, but, you know, I know the work that I do carries them, like, Further than what Reiki could do alone, but there but there are limitations to that. I do my best afterwards to, you know, to tell them everything that I've learned that I feel would be useful for them to help with their um, with their things. Like say somebody's overloaded with energy, or uh, let's just say you know they pick up energy from everybody, you know, and doing you can do crystals, you can do like all these meditations, 
But for me, you know, like a flower essence that's very powerful is Yarrow Environmental Solutions or Pink Yarrow. And if people take drops of that, it just it makes it so that they're not picking up the energy around them so much. It's, it's yes. little simple things like that that I that I add to it. But I also know that nowadays it's like I've kind of been more um, enlightened, so to speak, about these like coming up with programs where you know you do these you know do do these journeys with people and then you kind of help them move into the next level. Um, you know, so that's that's the other thing. How how have you rectified the situation that you feel about Reiki? If if I could ask, like maybe maybe I am doing something along that line. But I I I, I do you know I do have some people that come in like on a, a regular basis, like once a month. But they're the ones that are you know like it helps them. But I don't feel like if I if I fell off the face of the earth, it's not going to you know, they're, they're in a better place than when they were before they met. How how I see it, there's people that want to heal themselves and there's people that they use one dedication. And uh, let me let me just clarify this. There are people that they do want to heal themselves. And there's some people that they learn that they can control and manipulate their families, their friends, their lovers, whatever, to whatever they have. So they don't want to get healed, but they're going to, and they sabotage themselves. So they're going to require uh, that attention and going to the doctor and taking medication because in reality they don't want to be healed because they, they're learning how to, to, to get the energy of others through, through whatever illness they have or pain they have. And uh, and we have and as a healers or practitioners or coaches or we we get the two of them. We have the people that actually they do want to do the work, and we have the people that they just want the attention. And uh, and on to one day, I'm not saying that that's set in stone because it's not. On to one day, it's like okay, I really want to heal myself. I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of being with this pain. I'm tired with being this. And that's when now they're they're getting more clicks, and they go through all of us. And uh, but that's how I that's how I see them in a way. And I, I totally see what you're talking about. And those were the type of clients I got years ago, but those aren't the type of clients I get now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't vibrate with that. If some if I if I you know like I I do the once a month people, but they're not like. Like I said, they're not relying on so I know who you're talking about, and that's hard. Because when you carry somebody like that, the, and I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking it, but I, I know what that's like. And it's, and it's hard because, you know, they're the ones that when they walk through the door, you're like, you know, right? I don't have those. <laughs> Thank goodness. You know, there was a point where um, that just didn't, didn't happen anymore and it was like part, partly because of the way that I vibrate and I'm not saying about where you are but, but at least with the Reiki right you figured out another way but um for me it was like there were those people at the very beginning especially when I wasn't and I really wasn't vibing in, in my flow I would give people like that that would challenge me and those were hard but 
Um, now it's not like that. It's really not. I can't, I can't even tell you what, what that was like. I forgot about that because that was hard. That I, was hard. I did remove Reiki from my practice, regular Reiki from my practice. I'm not going to say that I don't balance, clean, or clear the, yeah. the chakras or activate them. Uh, but I do it more in, in a theta level than put it in the, in, in fact, my table, I give it away. I refuse to do it anymore. Not uh, like I see, I love it. I love it. I love it. I wouldn't, I, you know, like people that know me, um, like you're going to do it the rest of your life. Yeah. Because I love the vibe of it. Um, and I'm not, See, that's the difference between the work of Reiki and working with the Akashic Records. Um, because the people that like that can't handle the records. They're going to not, it's not going to vibe with them. But the thing is that for me and for the people that I work with, that's such a high vibration that it becomes, um, it, 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 it's like a level of, you know, like I feel like I get enlightened every time I work with my clients. You know, I, there's levels of, connection that I wouldn't be able to do on my own with that spiritual energy that comes through for them. And the thing about it too is once I am done, I close the records and all the anything that's left over that was like well actually most of the time it, it's gone anyway, but if there was anything attachment an attachment energetically that we have, it's gone. You know, like I don't walk away. I can do like I did five sessions on Friday hour sessions and was you know i was a little tired at the end of the day but you know it's not like i'm i'm working with people that um are that are that i know what is akashic records but for our some of our viewers that are going to be seeing uh this video right. now later on can you explain yeah. a little bit what is akashic records well, I'll, I'll talk about what people think about the Akashic Records first, and then I'll tell you, I'll talk about my interpretation of it, because the, there are, there are, it, it is totally different, because the Akashic Records, you can tap into all past lives, you know, uh, possibly even future lives, and also help you connect with maybe what your, what your purpose is in life. And the way that it, do, that, that it's done is you do a record, you do a prayer, mostly, most people do the prayer, uh, a prayer of some sort that allows them to connect to the lords of the Akashic Records. They're also, you could also call them the lords of karma. They're the ones that, um, are the ones that, that help us move through things. They're not, they're not there to hold us back. They're there to help, but we have to help ourselves. So by getting information from the Akashic Records, that's where people can really move into their higher purpose and help, hopefully, help them get rid of the things or help them release the things that are holding them back. Now, almost 100% of the people, I shouldn't say 100, but about 95% of the people that are working in the Akashic Records are going to be, be sitting in front of a, or on a, on a phone and answering questions, going up to the, the Akashic Records, you know, like and having a conversation and finding out, you know, their purpose, what may have, what may be holding them back, maybe the past life. Uh, even Linda, she's like, you know, I work in the present life. She's like, you know, I know other people that it just kind of happens that they go into past lives. So I took several classes with Linda, Linda Howe. And, um, you know, we did, that's the only times that I really did these readings. Um, because for me, I feel uncomfortable 
going into those realms. It's just like, I, I, I feel like it's kind of, for me, I, I, maybe if I had been a reader going into the, into the Akashic records, it would have been different, but I went in the healer in as a healer, just kind of exploring the Akashic records to see what it could do. So that's where we're going to go with mine, because for me, I, when I open the records, I embody the energy of my clients. So like they can sit there and they can tell me what's going on within their lives um, or where they're holding some energy and, and tell me what's going on. But then when I actually open the records, I can sense more of the flow of the energy within them to even feel, to even sense things that they didn't tell me about. So like sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, something's going on over here in the spleen area. And they'll be like, oh, I forgot to tell you that part because I could feel it. And the other part about that is that instead of just feeling it, I'm also connecting up with this energy of, of their healed self, of that energy of them in the, this blueprint, this Akashic record realm. It's of such a high vibration. It's like, it's them. That when I, when I put my hands on them or I do the channeling through remote, um, I'm able to bring that energy in for them. Um, and that's different than what a lot of other people that are doing healing in the Akashic records do because they're, they're the ones that are like generally they're going to connect up with a past life or a past part of them or a future part of them, but they're not really into the body of the client. They're not really in there like I am. And that's, that's the difference between me and most other healers. And I'm not saying all healers because I, I do know that there's been a couple that I've run across through the years that are doing it similarly to me. There are different ways to do it. I do more the Galactic Akashic Records. I go to the point of origin. And, uh, and it, yeah, there you go. It's like, yeah, it's, I forgot about that. It is different, uh, in there because we tend to repeat the same story. Uh, the other day I was talking with a friend that she was telling me, I was telling her that in the schools here in Texas, they're removing the story, a lot of the story from the schools. And she was saying, what is important? Because if we don't know the, the story, we tend to repeat the same mistake over and over. And we've been repeating since the point of origin of um, wherever we were from Sirius, Pleiades, or different planets, the same story to this day. Yeah. I have to agree. So we, if we know that part of that story, that will at least we're going to be conscious every time we do it. Like, oh, I've been doing this for centuries. So like, I can't change this. And uh, so that's why it's important to, to know a little bit about the story, but not to focus too much into, oh, I was a slave, and so I'm going to be a slave the rest of my life, because you're going to get stuck. Yeah, right. Because... And then you're you're tapping into one part of that, but there might be 50 other lifetimes that something similar was going on, too. Can I ask you a question about that with the galactic? Yeah, of course. If, if, are you doing readings, or are you doing healings that come out of readings, or do you do straight healing? I am a channel, so many times, uh, even if what I even without asking, when my client is in front, sometimes my guides tell me, "Oh, you need to check this story that it was happened." I don't know, or this in a planet Earth, or in a or in a different constellation or a different planet, because they've been repeating the same story. So the problem is it started there, and we I go there, 
and review what happened in there so I can bring it back if there's a block or because I work a lot in theta level. I am a BQH, I am a hypnotherapist, also an, an NLP. So we re, I help them reprogram their brain so like that they can remove that block that sometimes is not even from the planet Earth. It was from the point of origin or or a war that they had in, in Lyria or, or in Pleiades or whatever. So they were needing to remove that. So like that they can bring back themselves without those blockage. So, but all the time I am being guided and when I am in my sessions, so what is next? What do we need to do? Sometimes they tell me about healings that I have never heard. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to follow you guys. And I and I do it. And later on I find out because I ask, okay, what I just did to my client, I need to know. And later on I find the information. It's like, oh, okay, like uh, the rots that we have, all the human beings, we have some rots. This, I did not knew that the Mayas used to do it when their kids were babies to connect them precisely those rods so we can increase our energy and be connected to all. And uh, and onto one of my clients, they tell me, you have to do this. And like, really? I don't know how to do that. Just follow us. And I did it. And I felt those rods and I felt the connection and so forth. And that's when, uh, that's when finally, after my client left, I asked, okay, what had just happened? And they started giving me all the information and all the downloads. Like, oh, I used to do it when I was in, living in Samaya. I used to do it to my kids and I used to be a healer in there. So this is something not new in, in my being because I've been repeating that, that to many people and it was important to bring it back. But sometimes it depends on, on, uh, on, on whatever the person is needing and they're all different mm-hmm. you know that but how yeah. do you use the, the blueprint in your in your healings well um, because <clears throat> you know and, and I, I want to speak to that beautiful thing that you just mentioned because it, it seems like I, I've in almost all the classes at least that I've learned it's almost like it's all earth out. You know, it, it's the Akashic records. They're not going into past lives and serious or Pleiades or Lyria. You know, it's like they're more based here. So that's that's kind of neat. I just wanted to point that out. Um, but the the work that I do is really like like you, Monica. You have your own blueprint of you being Monica, and that means whatever you know. Karma maybe is part of that, but I don't even look at that. I look at the structure of the body, of the energy of you as being Monica. So it's not like it's not like you in a past life. It's not you in a you know anywhere else. It's just your your structure and your energy flow in this lifetime. So what I what I'm doing is I'm really helping people when they. Uh, go through life and they have certain blocks or certain issues that they've been working on, maybe even, you know, since the womb, since they came into this, into this structure. And what I'm doing is helping alleviate the, uh, the blocks, the energy that might be holding them back in certain areas and reviving places that haven't been touched energetically for a long time. 
So that's why my my clients have a tendency to really boost themselves up uh, for quite a period of time with the work that I do because it's really them getting back to themselves. So like if if you were to if I was to do just Reiki, that's not getting down into the structure. It's getting down into the energy field, but it's not getting down into their makeup. And what I'm doing is bringing their makeup back into that. And it's such a big difference than, um, you know, the other, you know, I mean, even the work that you do, we're different, you know, and you're connecting on other levels, but you're not down in, you're not down in the nitty gritty uh, energy of the client. So when I'm doing, when, when I, what's that? Oh, yes, I am all the time. I could not do my work if I don't connect with the client first. Well, I don't mean, I don't mean by that. I mean, and I don't, maybe I, I said that in the wrong way, but um, I feel like you're, the work that you do is connecting to a lot of the problems that cause whatever they have going on in this plane, where what I'm doing is kind of more down in this plane, trying to correct the things that happened to them while they were on this plane. You know, like I don't go elsewhere. I, I can say this to everybody that is listening right now. Uh, David uh, did a, a healing for me. I wanted to to feel how how is his uh, the blueprint actually that what he's talking right now about. And since I broke my my foot, I've been in pain with my uh, my ankles, and it's been about a month, and it's just hard to walk, you know. And uh, and he did a, that healing, and now I, I'm working without pain. That I, oh, I wow. can't say. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> That's the nitty gritty. Yeah, I mean, I remember talking to you about when it happened, and it was like the day after you said you didn't have any pain, and I'm really glad that it never came back. Um, you know, and that's that's the beauty of this of the work that the the you know that gets down in there, and the, there's beauty to your work too. Don't you know? I'm not saying, but what I do is is very unique, and it's not. You're not going to get that out of just doing Reiki. You know, I mean, that's because, and if I could share a little bit about that, remember, you know, part of that was bringing you into the earth because your, your feet were holding too much of the energy and it wasn't, it wasn't, the earth wasn't. So, so you, so you, all this uh, wonderful work that you do out there. <laughs> yeah, you know? the grounding part, even the, it doesn't matter who they, who we are. We forget to ground a lot of the times. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, I've I've learned a lot about the electromagnetic energy. Uh, but part of that is, you know, surrounding myself with uh, Lemurian crystals that help me feel that energy. Yes, we tend to do that. I tend to do that. I forget once in a while when I'm feeling it, like, oh, I've been, I need to walk in the grass. <laughs> and yes, so, so you get the idea of, of the work that I do, though. With that, it, it is really um, body centered, and it's emotional centered, and it's um, mentally centered. So it's a lot of the things that can interfere with us on this plane. And I try to just keep them on the earth. Make sure, that, like my process is, when I open the records, I can feel how the energy is lined up in their body, and, and gives me a sense of of what's what's right and what's wrong or I, I, you know whatever the judgment is on that you know like how the energy is flowing and the per, the only purpose that i have in any of my sessions is to get that flow of energy going right in their body 
So if somebody doesn't have their energy right, then they're not going to feel proper. So that's that's like 100% of my sessions is all about getting people into their flow. And uh, are you a channeler, David? I, I channel their, the energy of the body. Oh, I, I channel it in a different way because I'm I'm feeling it. We all are, we are all empathetic on some levels, like you know, but being able not, to feel. You're not receiving the the channel messages from your guides or from your higher self. Well, I, I do I do get um, I, I do get guided throughout any session. Let's just put it that way. I don't get told what to do. Um, there, there's nobody knocking on my, my thing and whispering in my ear telling me what to do. But what they what I do have is uh, within myself, I just know where to go and what happened, how to do it. And part of that is because the, the communication between me and the guides and the Lords of the Akashic Records is so strong that it, it's, not, it's not with words. Um, But my, my clients, though, they can feel the presence of the other ones that are there sometimes. They'll, like, you know, sometimes they can feel like I'm at their feet, that somebody's at their head. Um, I, I've had recently had one where her father keeps on showing up because uh, she's from India and it smells like India, you know, to her. There's a, there's a certain, there's a certain thing that, that happens. Her guide is her father now. Um, so it's, It, it, it becomes like I am a channel, but there's different levels of what a channel is. Um, and my channel is not through the throat. It's through the vibrational energy that comes through for my clients. That's all channeled. How do you, uh, well, Catherine is saying, David, it sounds, uh, it sounds from listening to you and your, and your work with the skills of the kinestology and using the Akashi records as the computer as they're talking to the soul, the puzzle of the person you're helping. This sounds right. Can you, can you repeat that? She's, uh, uh, Catherine is saying that if you're working, is like kinestology and using the Akashi records as a computer to talk, uh, as a computer, they're talking to you to solve the puzzle of the person that you're that you're making that you're helping um yeah i i would say um I, i wouldn't say computer though i would i would say living vibration um more than that but it is very uh kinesthetic it's very it's, it's very feeling oriented um the sense of energy that i have that's flowing through me allows me to sense Not only when I'm opening up the records and feeling it, but I, when I put my hands on or above or channeling to the clients that I'm working remotely, I can feel what's, what the block is. And sometimes I can see what it is too. So there's like little hints that I get. So there's so much that really happens in, in every session. That's one of the things that I've really been doing over the years. It's just kind of almost like fine tuning it to where There is no, there is no two sessions that are alike because they can't, they can't be. It's even the clients that I've worked with over the years. It's like they're, they're, every time they come in, it's always going to be something different. They might have some of the same similar things, but 
the way that I approach it <laughs> is going to be a, a sensation of what I feel inside of me in order to move them through whatever they're working. How how do you feel right now with the Lionsgate uh, yesterday that it was the, the big portal? Oh my goodness, it was great. I uh, I starting Friday night and Saturday and Sunday, I must have done about eight or nine, maybe ten meditations um, through this time, and it's been spectacular. Um, and I, I was actually like, I had today this morning to revive from it because yesterday was just such a big day. Um, there was so much going on. And I got up, I got up at three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't sleep. The energy was so crazy. It was cloudy here in Chicago and it, there's a new moon and the sky was bright. It made no sense. <laughs> yes, it was, it was weird. I, I went outside and, and, And it was, I can see the, like a, an eclipse in the full moon. And obviously there was not an eclipse, it was a full moon. So it was, I don't know, it was... It was weird. a new moon. It was a new moon. But yeah, it, was, it was a full moon. No, it was a new moon. Hmm. The, sun, the sun and the moon were in Leo. Yes, they were in Leo. That that part. Yeah. Of, that's so, why it's so, so they're conjunct. It's a new moon. I don't mean to, you know, but but, yes. but the sun and the moon were. That was the beauty of it was that they were both coming up on the sunrise at um, on, at 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 the, at the uh, Lionsgate. I like I told you when you when we started this conversation that uh, what I did I did time jumping. I've been time jumping. <laughs> so I don't right. know. For me, I, I saw a full moon with an eclipse, and uh, and for a while, and I was like, okay, where I am or what is going on? This happens to me when I start jumping and jumping and jumping. Wow! And and, uh, and I don't know. This is this is what I saw. <laughs> this is what I saw. That's cool. No, I I can't argue with that because you know the I have found well, with us moving into this 3D, you know, from the 3D 5D thing, the world. It's just like sometimes it's just Rumbling. And, and you know, oh, this is the other thing too. As I was uh, right behind me here is the window, and I was here at, early at sunrise, and I did my first sun. Like they, they kept, I kept on hearing, you know, do sun gazing, where you look at the sun in the morning, and it's supposed to like. It was so cool. The colors of the sun were changing, and it was just like I saw all these purples and reds. Um, the vibration and, and then I could see the sun like um, it, behind the clouds circular. It was just really so cool. I can't even describe it. I'm, I'm just excited about it. It was so fun. It was such a big day. I'm so, so glad I did that. Um, and I'm glad that uh, this was the other thing is how many things there were. Um, you have to check out my post that I wrote about the Lionsgate because I did a, a Lionsgate last year. And it brought me to Star Sirius, onto the planet. It's, yeah. I don't want to, you know, take up the time here and, and do that, but it's a post. But the beauty of it was that this year's correlated with last year's, and it became part two. I, I got a big revelation in it. So tell me what you think about it when you read that post. It's really actually quite good. And anybody else, uh, feel free to connect with me on Facebook. Or, and I put my post both 
in the chi balancing and in my own personal uh, thing because it was very powerful. I mean, I actually experienced my start by, uh, uh, you know, one of my previous lives as a, a star being in that star series. It was pretty cool. Catherine is saying again, uh, the, the energy of the sun currently seeking the partner's sun. The two suns are full galaxies seeking to move into a harmony together. Eh, yeah. Yes, I can, I can feel that. It is, it is a very strong energy and so clearing energy of the Alliance Gate is, is every year since I am aware and conscious. It is, it's just been magical. It's just been magical. Absolutely. Okay, David, uh, are you teaching classes right now? I've been uh, doing individual Reiki classes online. So if anybody is interested, I actually was, that was, that was so cool. I never really thought that I would ever do a class online with Reiki, with the attunements. But as one of my clients pointed out, you know, if, if you can do Reiki, why can't you do the attunements too? So it's it's turned out that that my clients that my, the, my students that I've done online uh, or through the Zoom have really gotten a lot out of it. The only problem I don't like about it is that it's uh, it, it's a little harder to to maintain. Like I don't know, level two is one where you're really working with other people. So I've moved it more to working remotely and then giving the instructions on how to work on other people instead of doing it as a classroom. Because even as a classroom these days, it's like everybody's, some people are a little nervous about the closeness. So I've just kept it online lately. I did really actually do an individual Reiki class here a couple of weeks ago um, in, the, in, the, in my studio. But it's just one person. Now it's like, that's the problem with now. I, um, yes. It events is. are kind of, Yeah, it is hard to get people right now in person. Uh, there is many things that is happening in in the background. Let's put it like that. That uh, oh, it looks like we're gonna still be needing to adapt to the technology. Uh, that we thought that okay, now we can go out and we can do it. But like no, I believe it's gonna take us more time than we thought. For some reason, uh, they wanna still keep us into ourselves <laughs> not well i've not, got my reasons for that but um you know there's a lot the, of us that know know what's really going on but the thing is everything is created by by source everything nothing happened by casualty nothing and uh and is it, this is happening to the world still it doesn't matter uh is it some there's agendas or not agendas nothing is casualty so And more that I noticed that um, that we were going into into the lockdown, we didn't have a choice except for going inside of us, because we could not go outside. And this is continue going. And yes, many people have awake since 2020. Many people have have these transitions tremendously, and uh, and yeah, more people are gonna go there. And if we are forced to in a way, because if not, right. there are many distractions outside of us. 
Well, I, I don't know if you know about the, how, I'm sure you feel it, the energy of the earth is changing. Yes. In that time. Um, right now, we don't have the distractions so much by being out there and, you know, having the best. But I think we would have changed anyways because there have been a lot of things that have happened to increase the energy of this earth. Besides the astrological stuff, you've got like the people down in uh, the uh, Aborigines down in Australia that did a uh, they did a ritual on that their sacred mountain. I forgot the name of it. It's really cool, and, and part of it is that the energy of the earth heartbeat was located in there. And supposedly, there's other forces that aren't haven't been that good for us for many many centuries or many thousands of years, they basically tied the energy up in that area um, so that that heartbeat couldn't beat properly. Now, there was there was a ceremony that was done on the 21st of uh, December, and uh, part of that was to loosen that up. And the thing is that the Aborigines have had that Cat as a program. Catherine is in Australia. She says it's Uluru. Uluru, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the thing is that Uluru, and it's very cool looking. And the thing about it is that uh, the Aborigines supposedly had 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 known that the same time that the conjunction happened during the solstice of last year was the date that the new earth was going to be born. And so they did the ceremony around that. And the energy of the earth has increased so much. And then there was a ceremony um, that happened somewhere in the Isles of Britain um, and I don't know the name of this one, but I heard about it. It was on the equinox where they did something similar. So there's all these things that are going on right now that are underneath these lockdowns that are just, you know how it is, Monica. It's energy first. And the energy here, it's amazing now. It's, it's amazing where before it was, it was oppressive. And I, I know, and I know the difference and I can feel it. So I know that we're on a good path. Yes, I, I'm so glad that actually the humanity were chosen as a collective, the good path, the path of love and cooperation and light. And that is important that the collective will choose this, the same path. Yes. That is very yeah. important. And this, this Lionsgate was another one too. So many people got involved with this one. I've never seen it like that. The collective has woken up. Hello, we're here. Yes. <laughs> David, uh, we talked about that uh, you wanted to do uh, a healing of uh, at least five minutes, guys. And uh, and he would like to, to share with us uh, uh, one of the healings that he do. And it's uh, for five minutes. And, uh, yeah, just for five minutes. And um, what, what, what I will do, I'm going to take off my headphones and put them over by the by my music box and because it sounded like you weren't able to hear it. Um, unless I did that. But I'm going to do uh, a prayer to connect up to the Akashic Records as a collective. So I won't be really opening up anybody's records here, but I'll be opening up as a group, which is, you know, it's 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 not as personal. And anyone that's uh, that doesn't agree, you know, they don't have to watch from now on. So, but if you if you want to experience this, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open the records and then I will do some energy work. And hopefully, you know, you'll get a lot out of it. So, okay.
like a bird on a tree I'm just sitting here I got time It's clear to see From up here The world seems small We can sit together Close the records. Thank you. I can feel it. I felt All it right. in my heart. Oh, I beautiful. hope you guys enjoy it. And I really thank you for that, David. And uh, and I thank everybody for being here, for all your comments. And if you want to find uh, David, you can find it. Uh, the information is in the description. So you can contact him. 
and add him in Facebook too and check his yeah. page. So, um, and thank you, David, for that. Thank you for being here with us in Soul Talk. And let me tell you uh, to everybody what we're going to have the next week. The next week, and uh, in the Heart of the Artist podcast, we're going to have Jason Ray Perez. He's an artist and curator, a visual artist and curator. And in uh, the next Soul Talk, in the next Monday, we're going to have a Christy uh, Bradbury. She's a, ma uh, a master confidence coach. And that is at on Sunday at 6 p.m. And Soul Talk is uh, Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time. And uh, also to announce that I have five spaces available for my coaching system, Path to the Heart. And, uh, and in there you can also have, uh, in the coaching, you can have the option for the channeling classes and certification. So thank you so much to everybody. Thank you, David. Thank you for... Thank you, Monica. Oh, this was great. Thank you so much. I really... It was really nice to be able to talk to you and communicate with such a wonderful healer such as yourself and Chandler. So thank thank you. you for this opportunity. It was really nice. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.